0: What's up, nerds? And welcome back to your weekly dose of all that is pop culture and nerdum with your three favorite fat nerds. That's right. It's time for the flagship three fat nerds podcast, better known as 3FN. And of course, we are coming to you from the 8122 Production Studios at Dragon Master Games. I am your host, Rich. And joining me in the studio this week are my esteemed colleagues. First of all, he is the man who just this past weekend bitch slapped the shit out of some snow. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Ron. What's happening? And then, of course, making his triumphant return after his 14 days in hell. Ladies and gentlemen, he doesn't need an introduction. Yet he has the longest introduction of all podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, it's hashtag Big Daddy Cool. Hashtag Mad Dog Strong Sal. Hashtag... Challenge accepted. Hashtag Diesel Malenko because he's the man of a thousand and four hashtags. He's the leader of the Minnows gang and your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. Ladies and gentlemen, he's the man, the myth, and the legend making his triumph and return with his ginger bearded self. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back, Diesel.
1: I now want to be referred to as the Wolf of Upper Front Street. (laughs) (laughs) You might actually deserve that.
0: Uh, Let's come out hot for us. So, Diesel, uh, the the fine folks here, uh, our friends at Dragon Master Games went on vacation for a couple weeks uh, to the, the great state of Hawaii. And uh, they left you the store in your in your care, so you work customer service for your first time in
1: your life uh, for the last two weeks. Uh, how how was that? It was very hectic. the The running of the store, especially by yourself, is really rough. When I did have helpers, it wasn't so bad. But there's a lot of things you got to juggle. You got, you know, the doorbell rings. You got like pop out when you're pulling a card order. You you got to pull cards. You got to buy cards. You got to sell cards, and it's just uh, it's just juggling constantly juggling uh,
0: i'm saying that completely he's getting choked up here <laughs> oh, knowing then, that he's finally back
1: yeah and then you know making sure you run the garbage out and oh <laughs> fucking hell! i swept the floors for you once oh, <laughs> i no, swept them t- the other day myself and then it, it just it gets hectic then you know i was like this would be a nice fun departure from my normal job first weekday here i get here and there's eight packages outside <laughs> flashbacks and, and then I have to receive in all said eight packages. And I'm like, it's the exact same thing I would be doing on a normal day. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: only here you had to deal with customers.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, But you made it through. You did a good job. So uh, we got to give you a round of applause. <laughs> Make sure you take your bow. Get your flowers. We're so, we're so proud and happy of you. So that's what Diesel's been doing the last two weeks. Uh, Including missing last week, which is fine. You know, I can understand wanting to have a day off since he had zero days off. Uh, Ronald, however, you were here last week with me. And uh, how was your week coming into this week?
2: Uh, Overall, last week was fine. Uh, We were here. We recorded, obviously. We, you know, made it through the week. My Wednesday group finally finished Dungeon in a Box. Um, I technically probably killed the party, but the DM was nice enough to retract. (laughs) <laughs> you know, sometimes even when you get annoyed with things players just sit back listen to the DM <laughs> he's like yeah you know technically that took longer than it was supposed to so you guys would have died I'm like yeah well, yeah, well you know that's a thing so you know it was just time to end the, the campaign we got there we had the final fight with the, the big archmage that was trying to steal the living star from us and we all rolled like crap for initiative and so he went first and he took off so we we're like oh crap this is what happens when you roll bad and we just all chased after him left, you know, the other problems in the room. Like, okay, we don't care about these, you know, other characters. We're we're going for to save our tippy, our living star turtle. And we ran out there and just started going. And I'm just like, I just had a magical robe from the beginning of the game. That just lets me fire magical missiles. I just kept firing magical missiles. He's like, well, at the end, he's like, I could have, you do chill. I'm like, that's fine. It's a spell slot. Go ahead. Waste it. (laughs) I'm like, that's all i did i knew instantly that that's that he probably could he was an archmage so i'm like boom i'm like I, and he goes well i didn't think about that part i'm like yeah i go i wanted you to use spell slots that's the point mm-hmm. you let him take damage or use a spell slot pick one don't care that's a win-win for me and we you know we made it through the battle you know with, with a couple hiccups but we did all right we got there we got the ending so you know it was all right you know 12 books it's a long, it's a yeah. long one, you know. It, it was a solid thing if you were thinking about it. I don't know if they actually still sell them because I know they were they stopped. But if they do, or if you can find it uh, secondhand or something, it's a nice little campaign. Awesome. But, but other than that, you know, then was just watching movies
0: all weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah my week was uh, basically the same. Went to work, uh, came down, stopped I C Diesel on Friday, spent time with my family. Uh, what else did I do? I watched a lot of wrestling this weekend. <laughs> a lot of wrestling. I've kind of wrestlinged out. Of course, 607 TWS will be better for it this week. And uh, then, uh, last but certainly not least, I went to see two movies, count them two movies, two, two, two movies uh, this past weekend. Of course, one of them is this week's 3FN Movie Club review. And that, of course, is Studio 666 and then the other movie we went to see is the cursed and uh i know we've been promising some extras but with diesel on hiatus we haven't been able to get them there so uh this week i think that there was enough in question that we are going to definitely get together myself and ron because we were the ones that went to see the curse and talk about that as a bonus episode that you'll be able to hear right here on the podcast network it'll be by itself we'll do a little spoiler free uh recommendation and stuff and then uh, go in so kind of like movie club only just it's going to be that by itself so Uh, But this week's movie club, of course, is Studio 666, and we'll be talking about that in the second half of the show, as well as Diesel's movie, Triple Stuff, and uh, he'll bring you the box office, upcoming movies, and of course, this week's top three. And before that, we've got some news, not a lot, but we got some news, but before we can get to any of that. We got to do some opening plugs, and it's simple. If you would uh, like to uh, chat with us about anything at all, give us suggestions for movies to watch, or just say hello, you can do that on our social medias. We're on Facebook, Three Fat Nerds Podcast. Like and share that page. We're also on Twitter. Instagram, and TikTok at 3FatNerdsPod. Make sure uh, you use that hashtag 3FNPod whenever talking about the show. Of course, for all information about the podcast and everything we do here, you can visit our website, 8122Productions.com. Of course, when you go to the website, you'll see uh, things like uh, all the descriptions and stuff and shows for... Uh, Three Founders Podcast, horrorzone 607, 607 TWS. You'll see the musical acts that allow us to use their music copyright free, including the band that does the opening theme of this uh, uh, of this show called Fail Better, and of course that band is called Shout at the Robots, and we love them a lot. And of course uh, their lead singer uh, just did a, a solo uh, acoustic set, Saint Jude. It was it was some cool stuff. Uh, I'm waiting to see some more uh, tours for them as as Shout at the Robots and him solo as well. Of course, other great musical acts there that you can check out as well. Uh, of course, friends of the show like the ODPH. And of course, our friends at Sci-Fi Horror Fest coming down in August. Uh, of course, uh, that's going to be at Vernon Downs in Vernon, New York. We're going to be there all weekend and so shouldn't it you. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, more celebrities are being announced. We even got a special spicy one that, of course, I'm privy to and can't make the announcement yet. Something just fell into our laps. So I'm just going to throw it that way. Uh, of course uh you can get the uh link to the uh t public store if You would like to buy some cool swag and help support the store, uh, help support the show. geez, easy for you to say, Diesel. Uh, you can just go over to the T Public link and buy some cool merch. We're going to have some more cool stuff up there in the near future. Of course, also speaking about, uh, if you would like to support the show monetarily, you can do that at Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/8122Productions for a little, as little as one dollar a month. You can get a ton of extra bonus content. So check that out. It helps us. The link is also on the website with so many other links, and if you forget any of those, all the hyperlinks are in the description of the liner notes to this show. Man, I'm getting tongue-tied. I'm forgetting <laughs> stuff. It's a good thing that it's a it's a slow news week, or else it would be rough. But let's get right into it. It's nerd news time. Bond, bond, bond. And this is the all bad Edition, basically. Uh, I think that the uh, collective movie and entertainment business is standing back currently and awaiting all that is uh, The Batman, which hits movie theaters this upcoming Friday, March the 4th. Of course, Preview Night is March the 3rd, unless you are lucky enough to live in one of the cities where Preview Night actually starts on March the 2nd. Which brings us to our first piece of business about The Batman. (laughs) Warning. To everybody out there, the early screeners that were done last week are out. The embargo for those people who got to see the screeners is off. So that means there's already reviews in the wild for the Batman. If you do not want the movie spoiled, do not click on the reviews. Now, the problem is, is in, in years past, a lot of places did the up and up thing and would give you either the spoiler alert or just do a non-spoiler yeah. w- uh, version. Nowadays, that's not happening. and even big, even big outlets like Variety and IGN have been spoiling movies we've talked about in the past. So I want to give you a friendly note that be careful of whatever you click on about the Batman because if you don't want the movie spoiled, there is a good possibility that article could spoil it. Unless you have somebody that you trust that will not spoil it. And then, go ahead. All bets are off. But, I want to put that warning out there. So, with those first initial reviews, of course, also, I want to point out social media, the regular person is going to start being able to see this movie on Wednesday, March 2nd. So, if you're not going until Thursday, Friday, or the weekend, you might want to avoid Twitter and uh, all all social media, actually, because people will be spoiling it, because that's what people do. Uh, I've already in place to... Stay away from it until we go to see it at 6 p.m. on March the third. So there you go. Uh, hopefully, you guys could do the same. Uh, also, there's that nifty thing on Twitter where you can put the name, like names that you're blocking. So you might want to take advantage of that and just yeah. block out anything that says Batman. Just throwing it out there. Batman, Riddler, cover your bases. <laughs> Anyways, the outside of that, I will say this non-spoiler because I did not read any reviews because I don't want the movie spoiled. I want to go into this a uh, uh, pure of thought. And give my own opinions. That's what we do here. Uh, but I did see 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. Nice. Ooh. So I did look at that. So Rotten Tomatoes, critic scores only, obviously. On today, the first day that they could come out, 96%. So it looks like it's a hit. Amongst critics, which we assumed it probably would be. It's probably like 114% on Google users. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: the Google users haven't seen it yet, uh, just the critics. So 96% is telling. Following that philosophy last week, I lost the game, Diesel, because <laughs> I said, in the words of Diesel, Google users are stupid, and I lost.
0: <laughs> yeah, he lost to himself. So you are champion, Diesel. Uh, so with that being said, uh, the Batman coming up. Uh, we haven't seen any spoilers, so none of this is spoilers. This is only going to be pure speculation and opinions. Uh, what do you guys hope from this movie? Uh, quick rundown that we do know so far that is not spoilers, obviously, because we're not going to do any of that, is that this does take place on Earth 2. Yes. We don't know anything else about Earth 2 or what's going to tie into it right now, uh, so you can speculate there. But uh, this is what's going to do It's a year two of Batman as well. From what what I've been told. So this is year two Batman and Earth do not Earth one. What are you guys expecting? You can give me Hail Mary passes. You can give me something that you really think is going to go down. Early speculation of the Batman starting with Diesel. All
1: right. Well, one not related to the movie itself, but all the people that were like, I can't believe you got the sparkly vampire to play the Batman are going to have to fucking eat their fucking words.
0: By the way, that happened last night. Oh really? Oh, we, really? Were, we were at we were at the curse. Myself, Crazy Curtis, and Ron. The guy sitting in front of us with his girlfriend goes. Uh, the Batman trailer played the the one the, the last theatrical yeah. one, and he goes, "Oh, they got that they got that that vampire guy playing it. That movie's gonna suck,
2: mind you." He was. I don't know who drove. It was either his mother or her mother, and dropped him off and had to ask 101 questions. Uh, by the way, a, by the way, werewolf, yeah. werewolf movie, cursed is basically a werewolf. Yeah.
0: No spoilers there. Everybody knows this. It's basically a werewolf movie. But he took offense to the vampire guy.
1: Being Batman, I, I have uh-huh. no offense, but that
0: means that you guys didn't realize that he's done other movies,
2: dude. Watch The Lighthouse; it's
1: amazing. Oh, Devil's Advocate. The guy was obviously Team Jacob. <laughs> oh, uh,
2: I oh, a and I watched over the weekend too, and he definitely he, he, didn't look like Jacob. He's in, he's in that, and he I, he did all right in that too. So I, I have high hopes. Yeah, dude, Pat's is a great actor, yeah. so I think it's good. But continue, Diesel. Sorry.
1: Um, so I know that there, in no spoilers, but it's been out there that um the guy who played in uh, Eternals, I forget his name, the um. Uh, cult kind of not no the oh cult, Durek. yeah Druick. he's in there and I'm thinking he sort of might be like the, the lead into the Hush character.
2: Hmm. That's a good point. Could be because
1: like looks like the same age as you know uh, Bruce Wayne in this movie and kind of has like that resentful look in his face, so it might be having something to do with that. I
2: mean that, that'd, that'd be that, interesting. That's interesting, especially with how they did Hush in the animated mm-hmm. form. Where and, they switched that up,
1: and I. Avoided the clickbait article, but maybe I want to see a little bit of, like, post-credit scene if there's a Earth-2 Superman. Oh, interesting. Like a stone. Interesting? That'd that'd
2: be interesting. Refiring the DCEU in Earth-2? I just have a feeling it's going to be a Flash- or one of the, one of the scenes is going to be a flash. Oh yeah, because that no, way you can tie it in any time you want yeah. because flash is we Flash. We're going
1: to get the three things.
0: Batman. Is that what you saying? We're going to get the three Batman maybe because we know we know that Affleck and uh, uh, Michael Keaton Michael Keaton are definitely tied into the Flash movie. So yeah. oh, that's a good that's, a yeah, good point, that's that, I think that, that
2: Something like that will happen. Um, overall, like I th- I think like like it or not, I think we're actually going to get a little bit more with what the Penguins actually doing. Like I and I know it's speculation, but I think. you don't get Colin Farrell and put that much time and effort into this character just to have him be chased down in a car. Yeah. Like there's something, there's something else there that I I want more Colin Farrell. I I do
0: dig, I do dig crime boss penguin and I love the makeup for Colin Farrell. It looks amazing.
2: Uh, Anything else you want to add there? Uh, I, I think overall, I mean, if this just being year two, they have a lot to go with. So I think we'll see a couple other Easter eggs that will lead into the Batman two, the Batman three. I am gonna go, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna throw the the lob, the hail mary. I'm sure there's other
0: people saying this, but I once again I haven't been reading articles because I want to stay away from everything I can. My one speculation. I'm gonna and I'm gonna go the, the complete lob for thing. We're gonna find out that ro- young Robert Pattinson was the was the kid that Joaquin Phoenix put his fingers in his mouth, <laughs> and that the Joker, yeah, the Joaquin yeah. Phoenix Joker is the Joker of Earth two because those thugs were that we see in the trailer are wearing the same kind of face paint that the joker in that movie was wearing and i'm thinking knowing that we're getting a sequel to that movie that it's probably going to tie in with young uh, robert patson and i think that uh we're going to find out that uh the real beef between the joker and batman isn't that they are the same yet opposite it is the fact that fucking Robert Patson's really pissed off that he put his fingers in his mouth as a child. I mean, if another man pretty much simulated a blowjob with his fingers in my mouth, I would, uh, I would want to kill him too. I'm just going to throw that out there, Diesel. I mean, is that justified?
1: It explains the emo uh,
0: eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> it explains a lot. Yeah. He he's questioning some things, <laughs> but uh, no. Overall, man, I think it's just time. I'm just so I'm ready. I, I'm glad that we haven't gotten any more trailers. Yeah, I'm glad we haven't gotten more spots. We don't fucking need it. Like this movie, I, it, I I heard somebody online be like, oh, you know, if you don't like it, you know, that's you know whatever. Listen, man, I don't think there's anybody that's not gonna like this movie. I, I, I'm gonna go on a limb and say this is one of those movies where I have the bar set high And I think it's going to exceed that bar by quite a bit just from looking at the trailers It looks like they captured Gotham It looks like they captured uh, all of the characters that we know and they did it in a very dark manner We haven't seen a Batman movie this dark in my opinion since the probably since the fucking Tim Burton films true very goth very dark it's it, you know that scene from the trailer still where Batman's walking through the hallway and he's just getting shot up and he just (laughs) keeps moving forward. You're just like, that's what I want to see. Like that is where, and and, as good as the Christopher Nolan films were, as good as the dark Knight trilogy was, we have net and as good as Ben Affleck was, because I love Ben Affleck as, as Batman. We still haven't seen that vengeance and I hate using the word since they use it so much in the trailer yeah. but we still haven't seen that vengeance Batman ever. Like like Ben Affleck did a great job of playing the Dark Knight Returns. He was grizzled, fucking tired of the shit. Yeah. You know, you know on the end of his wits. If the only thing I wish they would have done is they would have gone after the real storyline where he's actually killing people because he becomes judge, jury and executioner because yeah. he's just tired instead he was branding people. Which is fine but Come on, this is a universe where you gave Superman a body. You could have given Bruce some bodies. Oh, yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. And well, I think we're finally going to get that Batman. Like, because remember, young Batman in the comic book lore, especially because, you know, it was it, it, as, as it was written in year one and stuff, was a little more um, hands on. <laughs> yeah. And some people uh, ended up meeting their demise, not necessarily on purpose from Batman, but he got a little overzealous. That vengeance thing isn't yeah. just a good line. It's it's it was a way of life because you got to remember young young Batman Bruce Wayne when he's young and Batman as a vigilante this is him trying to get revenge for the death of his parents so there's a lot of hate hence that vengeance line is the perfect line in any uh, commercial we've ever seen or any movie the fact of who are you I am vengeance like it's a fucking like when yeah. we saw that on the original trailer when the movie was only twenty five percent shot we all went this is the movie yeah this is it. Because that is what you want to see—is this, you know, really cool? And being on Earth too, you could take some liberties. Yeah, he doesn't have to be the Bruce Wayne we all know. He can be a darker version of Bruce. I like it. I, I, I I'm excited for this film. I, I, as you can tell from me talking about it. Uh, any final thoughts, excitements? Or are you just are just fucking ready for
1: Thursday? In our case, yeah, I'm I'm ready for Thursday. With the uh, last couple weeks I had, I was like, shit, we got Batman coming up soon. And I was like, I think it's this week. Yeah, that's this week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready I, I think we might even get
2: like instead of a Robin a Nightwing. Maybe there was a lot of really cool Easter
0: eggs in the trailers and that you know, we could speculate on I mean the door where this is all be where this all began um, Written in almost like the font of yeah. the Joker from killing joke Like you have a lot of like interesting stuff going on in the background and we haven't seen a Robin In a year two, you wouldn't expect one, but that doesn't mean one doesn't pop up. Or, like you said, we could do a Nightwing thing where he doesn't technically have a Robin. It's different. Um, Once again, this is not the same universe that we're used to dealing with the Batman that we know. So they have a lot of room to play with, and I think that really benefits out. That's why I said I really do think that, if smart, this movie directly connects to the Joker movie. Because that's a good way to bring that movie into a realm where you're doing something different.
2: Because at, on Earth 2, we don't have the same rules that we have here. Same, because it's Earth 2. It's got to be Mark Hamill as a trickster. That's all i got to say. That would be amazing,
0: too. <laughs> Listen, there's so many cool things they could do. But I really think that this is where you could relaunch your uh, DCEU, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it fell on its ass. Let's be honest. Let's just relaunch it. You can tie it into some of the stories using The Flash, if you would yeah. like to, in a, in a bonus ep, uh, bonus scene. But at the same time, you could really start to do something gritty and different. And I think that that would be advantageous for DC. Because Marvel is the clean, polished, you know, whatever. And they started to go with the Zack Snyder films to the dark side. Especially, like I said, Superman caught a fucking body. Let's forget, Man of Steel was a pretty good movie, in my opinion. I like Dark Superman. I thought that was cool. I know some people don't, but... Dark Superman's good for me. The one thing I've always hated about Superman is that he was the fucking uh, choir boy. Yeah. We don't need that. So now we're getting a Batman film where Batman is angry. Because once again, if this is year two of you being the, the greatest detective of all time, the reasoning for you to be the vigilante is because of your parents' murder. So you're going to be angry. You want revenge. This isn't the Batman that's out there like, I'm going to bring justice to Gotham City. Yeah. No, no, this is the Batman that's like, I'm going to make somebody fucking pay. I'm going to fuck shit up. And I mean, you kind of see that in the in the commercial. like like Or the trailer, sorry, it's a commercial. Uh, and like I said, nothing better. I'm sorry. If, you, if anything should have sold everybody on this movie, is that scene of him walking through the hallway with the gunshots. And it's yeah. shot. By the way, the cinematography from what we've seen, fucking shot amazing you can't deny that yeah that
1: scene in the trailer is gorgeously shot and the i don't know if it's gonna be like that in the movie but the uh penguin seeing him walking upside down oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah. so beautiful i love even right before that with it i got you i got you
0: it's so, it's so good They're like oh shit and then like it was a cool thing where he's just sees him and he's just walking and it's just like in the pace and that's why i said for anybody doubting pattinson just watch his pace His pace is like this menacing, slow walk. And for a guy that's not like an intimidating sized human being, let's be honest, he's not a big guy, but he got down this like intimidating walk as Batman pretty Mm -hmm. fucking good. And I like him as Bruce Wayne. I think that somewhere between, you know, the older, grizzled uh, Ben Affleck character, you would have him as a younger man probably look like the Robert Patson Bruce Wayne. Smaller. You know, unassuming And I would think that anyways Because think about it The difference between Batman and Bruce Wayne So nobody knows Should be that He doesn't look the same Yeah, Like that suit also Makes you a little bigger too Because yeah. obviously There's armor in it And there's everything else So yeah. I do dig the fact that the Batmobile looks like a real car. Yeah. <laughs> it basically is a charger.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> but I mean, I dig that. Somebody was like, "Oh, well, why do you dig?" Because it's cool.
1: It's like, cool. what would you have in year two? It's much better than the or the whatever they called it, in the the Dark Knight <laughs> trilogy. Like. Still,
0: my favorite Batmobile, Bat eighty uh, nine. Yeah, Batman eighty so He's got an amazing Batmobile. I,
2: I like that one. I, I also like the animated one, the one they can't really do live action. Yeah, it's just that's true. that slick look. And you yeah. know,
0: I mean, they came that, that Batman eighty nine one is is pretty. Close. Sleek and stuff no it's i didn't like what they did to it in the schumacher films when they made it with all the lights in it like defeated the purpose of sneaking up on people like the whole reason why the batmobile is all black and everything is so you can sneak up like like it's it's not supposed to be exactly
1: you know yeah we had to make this car payments with his uh the Bat Visa. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave home without it. Oh, the oh bastard man. card.
0: Oh, Jesus. When they were getting a pissing fight to get some ass. Oh. Didn't anybody tell them it's bros before hoes? I'm just throwing <laughs> it out there. Just throwing it out there. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. Like I said, there's very little news, and there's actually no news that we're covering because of this. I do want to give a recommendation, though, uh, before we switch gears. Uh, and I'd recommend it to you gentlemen as well. Uh, Comixology, uh, which is owned by Amazon. It's a subsidiary, if you will, of uh, Kindle. Uh, now they've joined it more together, which makes it nice. There's a good way to get digital comics, and they have a subscription service. I, I paid for a year of it, uh, but it's a great subscription service. You get a lot of uh, comics that are uh, older comics, some newer comics, some indie comics. Like it, 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 I also have Marvel Unlimited, which I also like a lot, but that only covers Marvel stuff, and the DC Universe stuff only covers DC. This covers a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, but the cool thing is they have a lot of writers that are writing stories for them and them alone, and one of those writers... Is the great scott snyder and scott snyder we talked about this before coming out of con has got some books on there uh and i want to talk about two of them because i've caught up on both of them finally and they're amazing and they will be out in paper soon i do believe uh the two comics in question night of the ghoul and the other comment is we have demons both of them are phenomenal, and Scott Snyder writes both of them works with a few different uh, artists on them uh, Greg Capullo is also working on some of these books with him as well, but there's uh, uh, rotating artists But Scott Snyder wrote these they are Phenomenal uh, I think you would even dig them uh, night of the ghoul is one of the best horror comics I've read read in a long time very well put together. It is a uh, it's, it's about a uh, movie Uh, This guy made a movie that was unfinished because it was damaged in a fire called night of the ghoul and you find out that it wasn't just a movie And then we have demons is actually a cool concept as well We have demons uh, is basically this 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 young woman uh, gets thrusted into a group of demon hunters because the world has been invaded by uh, Some things and uh, they're demons pretty much and that's how the best way to explain them and their fight to save the planet pretty much Okay, so they're both very good books. I don't want to give too much away. I put my stamp on both of them. So, Comico- Comicsology has both of those titles, plus way more. With the subscription service, you get those for free. So, you can read them monthly for free. And Like I said, they are coming out in paper soon, but they've been out already. And uh, I do know we have Demons was on issue five, I do believe. And Night of the Ghoul just hit issue five or six as well. So, lots of stuff that you can catch up. He's also doing a book called Clear, which is kind of... I'm gonna it's not quite the same but it's kind of almost like a matrix ready player one kind of world Okay, it's interesting. You, I think you would dig that as well. There's so much other there's so many other artists on there and stuff I I, I would just like, like I said, they're not a sponsor, but it's definitely worthwhile and you definitely want to read those Scott Snyder books I got caught up on them and I just figured I'd let you guys know that that is a quality product to get Well, with that being said ladies and gentlemen, that's gonna bring us up to the break when we come back from the break, it'll be time for Diesel's movie triple stuff, the box office, upcoming films, this week's top three, and most importantly, the 3FN Movie Club review of Studio 666. Hey, this is Kind of um, Padawan Jay. Coach Duffy. From the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour Podcast, and you're listening to the Three Fat Nerds Podcast.
3: You're falling apart. Try and try to hide it, but you show it. I need you to know I felt it too, and I'm still trying. To God, man. As
1: soon as you get a bag, these bitches wanna take it from you. Take me. it? From Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Turn it up, the beat in the headphones? Just a little bit. Yeah. Just a
3: little bit. Yeah. White boy summer. I met a bad little the Welcome
1: back to Diesel's, Fuck Diesel's movie only Ripple Stuff or, uh, Oh yeah, boy, that's right summer, It's time to get your, your body right for bitch, next white boy summer
0: I just want to throw this out there Shout out to our homie <laughs> Chet Hanks <laughs> By the way, when he's rapping It's spelled H-A-N-X Because you know You know he don't play that K-S shit When he's a rapper hey, No, he's gonna fucks with you That's right, baby. Shout out for him in the song White Boy Summer. Thank you for allowing us
1: to play that, hopefully. Uh, Welcome back to Diesel's movie, Triple Stuff. Uh, We got a pretty cool box office this week. Um, Coming in at number five, still making that money, Jackass Forever with another $3.2 million. Get that money. Uh, Number four this week, Death on the Nile with another $4.5 million.
2: I mean, it's done all right in the box office. It's not great, though. Still not heard anything about it.
0: I still haven't seen it.
2: Yeah.
1: On the other f- side of that coin, though, Spider-Man: No Way Home with another 5.8 million dollars, making all the money. I was gonna go see it
2: again, and then I heard it's coming on stream in like three weeks. I'm like, okay, I'll
0: wait. Yeah, dude, it's it's fucking it's amazing. It's just making all the monies, yeah. always.
1: Uh, number two this week, Dog with another 10.1 million dollars. I'm still shocked by
2: that <laughs> one, man. I want to go see it. I know it's I, gonna be bad, but I I, see I don't
1: it. know. I, like,
2: uh, Channing Tatum and a dog. I'm sold. That's yeah, all, that, 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 yeah. That's, that's all I care. Comedy of Sues, yeah. I'm good.
1: And then, number one this week for the second week in a row, Uncharted with $23.3 million.
0: Basically, Spider-Man action film. (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. Perfect time for that movie to come out. It's on the heels of Spider-Man. It's got Tom Holland doing pretty much Peter Parker, just in a different movie. Uh, It's it's all good. good I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. There's
2: there's a reason it's making the monies. I, I enjoyed it. Mark Wahlberg is a great silly. There
0: you go.
1: And then coming out this week, obviously, everyone knows it's the week of The Batman. Uh, not much else is coming out because people are smart and don't want to go up against The Batman this week or next week. So yeah, we got a little while before any relevant movies come out.
0: I got to throw this out there. Uh, this movie is going to make all the monies. Mm-hmm. By the way, I was I was correct. We didn't point that out last week when I, when I mentioned it. I was correct. I was at that $50 million uh, for the opening week of Uncharted. So uh, I oh, called nice. that shit. I called it. Uh, which I thought it was going to be like the high end, which it was. Uh, Batman, uh, let me guess. It's going to make all the monies. Uh, I'm going to guess. It's not. Okay, so Spider Man opened with 200 million, and it was hard to get seats for it. The Batman was not as hard to get seats for. It. So I'm going to say The Batman opens
1: 100 and, whew, 145 million. <laughs> yeah. I'm go slightly less. I'm thinking that my number in my head is 123. Okay, good stuff, Ron. You want to throw a number out there?
2: Uh, it's, it's, I, I like the 123, so I'll, I'll just for Chicago sure, Eagles go 113. Okay, all
1: right, everybody. Uh, well, just I just mean, there's a, no real competition uh,
2: yeah. here, but you know what? You might as well throw it out oh, there.
1: There wasn't going to be a competition if he goes 123 million dollars and one dollar. <laughs> oh. I, I wanted <laughs> to do that, but he's taking it from you.
0: <laughs> but no, uh, no, seriously, it all
1: it's, it should make some
0: good money. Let's yeah. be
1: honest. Alright, now it's time for the top three. And this week we're just doing some random one, and we're going with your top three favorite animal sidekicks. Animal sidekicks. Alright, well, this is hard for me because I don't I
0: I I honestly don't know a ton of animal sidekicks. But all of them what keeps coming to my mind <laughs> is shit from my childhood. Yeah. Which wasn't which wasn't necessarily my childhood. It was older than my childhood. But it was on TV all the time. Yep. So, at number three, I'm going to come in with that Marvelous Bastard Flipper. Oh, yeah? <laughs> at number two, I'm coming in with Lassie. Because at number one, I was always a Mr. Ed guy. So, I'm oh, going with yeah. Mr. Ed. Nice. Mr. Ed was great. Yeah, i And as, as a kid, those sh- those were all on TV. So,
2: that that's, that's what I got for mm-hmm. you. Uh, Ronald. Number three, I'm going with Buck from Married with Children. <laughs> <laughs> look look when he jumps up on the couch and he takes the money nurse runs off come on yeah. that's great uh number two i i was an abu, uh, abu fan from aladdin good so, stuff good so stuff i gotta do that and number one i in his own right he might not be just a sidekick but it is definitely dexter the red lantern there you and go i had to put him there i <laughs> knew that one was <laughs>
1: i knew that was coming uh, didn't really get to see how much of a sidekick he was, but we're putting him at number three anyways. We we all just saw him recently, and then there's one Mr. Fuzz Aldrin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, Fuzz Aldrin. I love
1: Fuzz Aldrin. Uh, number two, we're going animated, and we're going Brian from Family Guy. Nice. All right, all nice, right. Thanks, nice, thanks. Nice. And then number one, Salem the Cat from Sabrina I, the Teenage I, Witch. I, <laughs> I switched uh, buck for Salem. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I didn't want to put in notice that
2: I actually watched <laughs> Sabrina the Sabrina. And for,
0: for our good friend, Chet Hanks, he picks Sebastian from The Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> if you get the joke, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. All right. Sounds good for another top three. Now we are moving on to, of course, this week's uh, 3FN Movie Club. Uh, and you know what? This week, my, myself and Ron we went out and we saw the brand new film brought to you by the Foo Fighters. That's right, those Foo Fighters. And of course, that means we went out and saw Studio 666. And uh, are you ready to talk about Studio 666? Of course, we're gonna start off with giving you uh, just you know the, the, the facts about the movie. We're not gonna give you any spoilers, but we are gonna give you a spoiler-free recommendation or not recommendation for this movie. So let's start off with all of the facts. Uh, this movie was originally released on February 16, 2022, at the TCL Chinese Theater. Everywhere else on February 25, 2022, it has a runtime of 106 minutes. It is uh, produced by Roswell Films and Therapy Studios, and distributed by Open Road Films. Of course, it is uh, the story was written by Dave Grohl, directed by B.J. McDonald, and the screenplay was by Jeff Bueller. And Rebecca Hughes. Cinematography done by Michael Delator and Eric Leach. And music was done by the Foo Fighters, John Carpenter, Cody Carpenter, Daniel Davies, and Roy Mayorga. Uh, pretty awesome. And I will say this uh, it is starring. Good, here, ready for it, Diesel? I, I bet you can't <laughs> guess it. It is starring Dave Grohl, Taylor Hawkins, Nate Mendel, Pat Smear, Chris Schiffley. Rami Jaffe, Whitney Cummings, Leslie Grossman, Will Forte, Jenna Ortega, and the newly canceled Jeff Garland. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Jenna, Jenna fucking Ortega is in everything. I'm everything horror. Right? Everything. And we'll get to that in a second. But before we get to the spoiler section of this programming and play the drop to get us there, we are going to give you our recommendation or not recommendation without spoilers. And Diesel did not go see this movie, so he'll be here to ask questions during the spoiler portion, so he can't really give a recommendation. But Ronald, you did see this movie with me. Do you recommend or not recommend Studio 666 and why?
2: I definitely recommend this movie. It's a horror comedy. So it just has a little more blood and guts than the normals, but I'd think of pick a destiny just with more blood and guts basically. I, I definitely see this movie. I mean, you might not have to pay for it, but see it when it comes out. Absolutely. uh I'm going to also piggyback of you. I also recommend this film.
0: I thought it was a lot of fun. It's all it's really funny. I definitely uh say anybody in like uh, the uh, 32 or older who have known the Foo Fighters uh, very much in our humor. Uh, Especially right up the alley for myself and Ron. We were laughing our asses off during the entire movie Uh, It's a fun movie Uh, with that being said though There's nothing else we can say about it without spoiling the film. So let's drop the spoiler drop and start talking about studio six 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 Okay, it's spoilers own time and uh, let's do let's mix it up. I mean, instead of just doing categories, let's just talk about the movie. We're not going to go fully into it as we'd never do. Uh, like we said, we just like to jump around and talk about things. Because the reason I'm not going to split it up too much is because there's only two things I didn't like about this movie. They're kind of big things. And then a lot of it I'm just going to probably glow over as well as you. Uh, and the two things, and, I, and and you can add some to this as well, was that, of course, the acting wasn't that great. And there is, the plot line in the story is kind of eh. But what did you expect coming from a Foo Fighters movie? If you were there seeing this movie, you weren't expecting that to begin with. So it's kind of like Captain Obvious shit. But obviously, that's the big detraction, I would say, from this film, Ron?
2: Yeah, pretty much. It, the, the Foo Fighters are great musicians. Actors, they are not. Oh. No, like, it, it, it's rough. There's a
1: lot of rough parts. What the uh, fuck? I mean, Flea can do it. Why can't they? <sighs> like, it was bad. Oh, it was. It was. It <laughs> it, was it, <laughs> the
0: acting was is rough. And like I said, the story the storyline and, and and plot is disjointed. Like yes. it's got a good base storyline because the understanding of the the base storyline for this is that uh, they move into this or uh, they, they they're trying to come they're, they're trying to do their tenth studio album. So they with the record company they move into a creepier house as they would put it, and there they get possessed by the demon that possessed a former band. Because you find out that the, they're trying to make the perfect music to open the gates to hell. And the other band didn't succeed because in the beginning of this movie, by the way, they do the one thing that they couldn't do in the Scream movie, in Scream 2022, and they kill fucking Jenna Ortega (laughs) in the opening scene. Yes, Yes. they do. So Jenna Ortega, by the way, mean-looking fucking hip puncture. The bone is hanging out of her fucking hip. How she should have died in the beginning of Scream. And then he beats her fucking head in. By the way, all practical movie magic, and it looked amazing. That's the one thing I'm going to say. I wish they gave credit to the FX artist because, woo, this movie had some amazing amazing uh, uh, FX but quick question and, yes
1: do they tell you who the band is that originally was possessed
0: yes Okay. it is uh, it's not a real band oh, okay. either. sorry so I thought it would
1: be like Kiss or something like that no no, no, no. it would
0: have been funny if it was <laughs> but no it's not a real band I'm trying to look it up because they only mention it okay. briefly at the end it's Dream Widow Okay, that's the name of the band. By the way, Jenna Ortega's character is also named Dream Widow, so it must be she must be the lead singer. Maybe. But I thought the other guy was the lead singer. I don't know. Yeah. By the way, there's very few people playing characters, obviously, because the Foo Fighters play themselves.
2: Yeah. Obviously, I the, mean Dave the, Grohl plays Dave Grohl. The breakout star is uh, Whitney Cummings uh, implants. Uh, Whitney Cummings does
0: play Samantha, the next door neighbor,
2: who we then find out
0: was a groupie (laughs) of the original band. the The guy who originally got possessed, Uh, and yeah, uh, yeah.
2: I forget. I don't. Yeah,
0: I don't. Hold on, I'm 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 trying to pull up everybody's name here, but it's taking forever. Uh, By the way, Carrie King is in this movie. Yes, as Krug, the uh, the sound guy, and uh, he dies early on. But it is (laughs) Carrie King and his fucking rad. Uh, He's
2: so mad at freaking. Girl. Move, move just a little more. We need we need, we need to get the, the, drum, the They're drum the drum. Just, just move just move it. He's like, you hear that? It's not right. Move it a little more. Do, do, no, that's not right. Put it back. <laughs> and he's just like, Whatever, Dave. <laughs> um
0: also I want to point out that Will Forte is in this movie, yeah. as I noticed he is the delivery guy. He looks nothing like Will Forte, but he's fucking hilarious. Uh gotta give it up. All the actors in this movie were actually real fun. Yeah. Even Jeff Garland. Who plays the manager? Super funny in this movie. Like you, he opens up talking shit to them. Like and you, know, you, you know what? If 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 I had something, I just I would have. Have you ever seen a bucket of frozen shit? That's all you've given me. Frozen shit. <laughs> uh, there is one of the greatest cameos in the history of man. I know that Ron also marked out for this by the one and only Lionel Richie. Oh, Nice. So Dave Grohl, when they first come in the house, he's having writer's block. So the first real like there's a bunch of funny parts even before. But one of the first real funny parts is they gather the band in the room where they're doing the, the, the like the main hall where they're doing the, the music. And he's like, all right, I got a riff for you. And I can't remember which one he played first. I can't remember the first one. I can't remember what the song yeah. was, but it was a Foo Fighter song. Yeah. Yeah. and they were like, "Yeah, you were played." You know, it's you. The second one, he starts playing the riff, and it's Everlong. And it's funny because he because because uh, while he's doing that, uh, fucking Taylor Hawkins goes, "Hey man, that song is great. It's going to be amazing." Uh, unfortunately, it's Everlong, and you wrote that shit twenty years ago.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is so fucking good. They they were fucking. I'm just saying they are fucking hilarious. This whole. Uh, a movie. Um, I will give them that credit. They might not have been great actors, but they're funny as shit.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so that leads us to him in his room playing on the piano, and he starts playing Hello from <laughs> Lionel Richie. And all of a sudden, Lionel Richie appears and just grabs him. He's like, Listen, I know you can't find something to write, but that's my fucking song. And you know what? I like that fucking song. So leave my fucking song alone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but they, like, they've all, Lionel shows up and he's just like, Hi, Lionel. <laughs> and then he goes into that rant, and Dave just sitting there, like he's getting yelled at, yeah. like being like a kid and a, stealing something from the candy store, and he's yeah. just sitting there. And each time you see him, he just sulks a little more. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I like that fucking
0: song. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, Dave Girl gets possessed by this demon, and he then finds uh, Dream Widow's uh, long lost tracks in the basement yep. with also a dead raccoon, which I don't know why you don't run at that point. I'm sure, this pinned to the wall and opened up, and a uh, little trash panda. Yeah. yeah, because it's the It's it's the sacrifice that's feeding blood to the book that we find out all that later, yeah. and uh, so he finds this this song. He gets possessed and he starts making them. Uh, pe- that at some, one point in juncture, we're up to a 30, uh, 20 minute song. Yeah, then a thirty minute song. When it's all said and done, it's a forty nine minute song. <laughs> <laughs> what are they, a pig destroyer? Uh, I guess so. <laughs> Uh, so, so like, it, they keep going. And, of course, as he becomes more and more, he's turning into a demon, uh, which means he starts eating humans. And Will Forte <laughs> gets it first. He gets his head cut off by some uh, hedge clippers, which looked fucking cool. And then we find out he ate him. And then Shifty gets it next, I do believe. Yeah, Shifty yeah, yeah, gets yeah, it yeah. next because he, he he criticized him. And then he's out on the grill cooking hot dogs. He's like, you can't barbecue for shit. And he ends up beating his demise by his faces on the grill. <laughs> and then gets stabbed a bunch of times and then you find Dave Grohl later on eating him and they're they're watching him eat and they're like man he got a whole rack of ribs (laughs) yeah it's a human Uh, and then and then one of my favorite parts of the movie I know it's one of Ron's the best chainsaw killer movie including the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre as Whitney Cummings character and Rami are uh, getting uh, because she was a groovy in the past they're getting it on and Dave Grohl is under the bed while they're starting to get it on and they can't hear him start the chainsaw because they're being so loud and they have music on yeah. and he literally sticks the chainsaw through her face and then up through his face and cuts them in half and they just fall in half yeah. it was it, was, it was impressive it was fucking impressive uh, and then we get to the end of the movie where like they perform and get the demon out of him and uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's it's interesting.
2: Well, one of the nightmare scenes, he, like, wakes up from a, one of the nightmare scenes, whatever. There's, like, four of them in there. And, he, and the, one of the spirits is coming through the house. And he's just like, Taylor, man, just sleep in your own bed tonight. Like, like it was, like, oh. a routine that Taylor would come in and sleep, sleep in the bed. By the way.
0: Pat Smear sleeps in the kitchen on the <laughs> counter until it gets too dirty and then on the floor. So at one point, the one lady comes in and thinks he's dead because there's just ketchup all over the floor and he's just he's passed out. <sighs> he was fucking hilarious in this movie. yeah. yeah he- <laughs> uh yeah, it ends up uh, he ends up we end up finding out that uh, Jeff Garland's character, Jeremy, and the and Barb Weems, who is the uh, realtor, they are in the cult of the devil. And trying to they, the reason they put them there was to make them make the song because they knew Dave Grohl could do it. And we end the movie with Dave Grohl basically being the devil.
2: Yeah, and he found a new note.
0: And he found a new note. L L. What was it? L minor? No, no
2: I, L, L sharp. L, L sharp.
0: And they're like, you skipped over like H J, and he's like, it's fucking L sharp. <laughs> and he, and he, he keeps he, he keeps he keeps insisting it's L sharp. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, at the end he ends up being pretty much the devil. Playing music solo because now all the other Foo Fighters are dead. Fair enough. The, the fighters of Foo are no longer with us. Uh, it was hilarious. It was a really fun movie. Yeah. It wasn't per se like you're going to be like the greatest movie you've ever seen, but yeah. it was a lot of fun. And there is a place in the world for a lot of fun. Yeah, in my opinion.
2: Like, like it had a very with all the practical magic or practical effects and stuff. It uh, made it uh, really feel like a '70s horror what? horror movie. So, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I was expecting Scooby-Doo and the gang to show up at some point in time. That's how 70s vibe yeah. you feel of it. And I wouldn't have been upset, even if it wasn't a dream sequence, just to have Scoob show up and just say something to him and just leave or something. Like, yeah. you, you felt that vibe going through this whole thing, and you really thought that was going to happen. And if it did, you wouldn't have been upset. I'm glad it didn't, but you wouldn't have been upset. Yeah. It, it was solid all around.
0: Well, it only opened in the U.S. and Canada. It only made one point five eight million. Uh, I can't find what the budget was, but I'm assuming it was low.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I'm sure it wasn't. I'm but, sure he turned in a lot of favors for the yeah. for the the special effects and all that stuff. Like, I, I'm sure this was. <laughs>
0: This was a fun. This yeah. was a fun passion project. You could tell. Uh, do you want to add anything else in Studio Six Six Six? Like I said, I had a lot of fun. There was a lot of fun parts to yeah. it.
2: I mean, I probably laughed more than most at, would at it, but I just found like little things stupid that I find funny. Oh, there's a lot of that humor. Yeah. In it. Like it, I said, if
0: you're older, I even told yeah. Aiden that. Like if you, there's a lot of the jokes you might not get because if you're older like us, you get the joke because. It's it's guys who are a little older than us because Dave Grohl's in his fifties. Everybody yeah. in the band's in their fifties, and they're just making inappropriate jokes for our time.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and that's fine with me. What's his face has freaking a banana hammock on it? Oh Dave, yeah,
0: Rammy Ram, <laughs> the whole movie is wearing different banana hammocks. Now at one point in juncture, Dave Grohl's like, "Wait a minute, is that my? Did you take that for me?" He's like, "Yeah, man, I just borrowed it." <laughs> <sighs> it's a tiger one. <laughs> He's, he's walking so, around like he's fucking Steve-O so for most of the movie.
2: Somebody in the somebody else that was in the theater was like, "Oh man!" I'm like, oh, obviously you didn't go see Jackass because this, <laughs> this is nothing. This is mild. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was a lot of fun though. Uh,
0: but before we give
2: our scores,
0: ladies and gentlemen, we gotta play the game because Diesel is back. So She's... that means we can play it in its entirety.
3: Time to play the game. Time to play the game.
0: Man, Diesel is so good. Even in his absence, he is champion. Because, uh, you know, uh, Ron slipped up on his solo mission. (laughs) Listen, Google users suck. (laughs) So can Diesel continue the streak? Or will Ron dethrone him in person? Maybe that's why he didn't dethrone you before. It's simple. The game is played. It's Price is Right rules. Whoever comes closest to the answer without going over gets the point unless we need the tiebreaker. And at which point in juncture, the tiebreaker is closest to the number, period, because we don't have ties. Also, sometimes with uh, movies, the tiebreaker is also worth two points because we want to make it interesting, Uh, especially if there's a lot of misses. So with that being said, let's jump right in. Ronald, you go first because you're the challenger imdb out of 10 using points what did they give
1: studio 666 four diesel I'm not trying to be a dick but my head i was going 4.5 that's fine <laughs> and with that
0: diesel gets the point 6.2 out of 10 oh wow Ooh.
1: i wasn't gonna go that high pretty good score for imdb <laughs>
0: yeah diesel metacritic out of 100 percent. what did they give studio 666
1: this one, I'm going to stay in the same range as we were earlier. I'm going to go 46%. 46 from Diesel. Ron. Critics, uh, 25
0: Ladies and gentlemen.
3: Your winner is
0: still champion, Diesel. And, of course, the rare flawless game. victory. It was 49% on <laughs> Metacritic, so you were yeah. super fucking close. <laughs> uh, for funsies... Ronald, Rotten Tomatoes, out of 100%. What did they give it?
2: 49%. Diesel.
0: We'll go 52. 57%. And for the queen sweep, by the way,
1: <laughs> Google users, Diesel, out of 100%. What did they give it? <laughs> God damn it. I'm going up with the lowest possible Google users score, 82. 81. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: <laughs> I think... We have a first. I think it. I think it. I think this is literally a first for this show, ladies and gentlemen. And I, I'm trying to find the best thing that I can use for it. But, ladies and gentlemen, just fuck it. Diesel Queen Sweep. There you go. You got them all. Uh, the number from them was 87 percent to Google. Use. Motherfuckers. They, they can't get below an
1: 86. They
2: just absolutely no, they can't. Did, oh, no, they, they did last week. They did last week.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like 42%, Bob. <laughs> yeah. I, I went
2: 65 going, that they're stupid, and they go high, and it was forty, yeah, 47% or something. Because he's like, oh, you don't get it within 15? I'm like. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was fucking bad, man. Texas Chainsaw Master they did not like. Now that brings us to our scores for Studio 666. Of course, we are rating it on the nerd scale first, and then we are gonna. I'm also gonna give you my critic rating of the movie as well. But the most important part is the nerd scale. Remember, the nerd scale is an entertainment scale. That means it doesn't necessarily reflect how great a movie is. The uh, explanation we usually give is our one of our favorite movies that we have to definitely review. Ron, and that is Maximum Overdrive. So good. Maximum Overdrive. Myself and Ron would give it a four out of five on the nerd scale. However, at a critical scale, it's a two. Episode best and probably actually lower than a two but it's so damn entertaining that we love that shitty ass movie uh so here we go the nerd scale is as follows a one is no that means under no circumstances should you see this a two is you've been warned that means this movie is bad you should probably never see it but if you have to watch it you have to watch it right a three is 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 just it, it's 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 good it's okay it's 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 yeah. And the reason we say that is that means that you know you probably don't want to pay to see it in the theater. You probably don't want to put it. You know you you know you don't have to like buy it. But when it comes up free on Netflix or Hulu or something, give it a watch because it's good enough to watch. It's, it's going to be a decent enough movie. Of course, at the at number four is just take my money. That means if it's in the theater, you should probably go see it in the theater. If uh, you know it's worthy of being rented on Amazon, if you have to pay for, it, if you want to add it to your collection, even that's on you. Go ahead and do it because it's worth spending your money for because is a great movie. And then the last one is for the awesome movies and that of course is The Rarefied Air of Certified Nerd. And Certified Nerd means that you should go see it in the movie theater probably more than once. You should own this the you should own the disc, the Blu-ray. You should watch it whenever it's on television. You should add it to your rotation. It is an instant fucking classic. And the rarefied error that is, the last movie that was certified nerd by us here at Three Friends Podcast is all with Spider-Man, No Way Home. Previous to that, I think the last one that was certified nerd by all of us was uh, Avengers Endgame. Uh, we've had a couple where myself and Diesel certified uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. We also certified uh,
2: last, night in la- Soho.
0: last Night in Soho. But Ron was just on the outside. Not that he didn't like him, just on the outside of it. So we can't say as a group it was certified, but... That's how rarefied air it is. It takes some rather hellacious great movies to be in there. So with that being said, Ronald,
2: what do you rate Studio 666 on the nerd scale? Definitely a, a three. Like, you might not need to go to theaters to see this, but definitely see it at some point in time. It's definitely worth it.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm agreeing with him because I'm going with the... I said it at the movie theater and it didn't change my mind. I'm going with a rare... We don't do points on this because we just go with, you know, it's good or whatever. Uh, but it would be this rare case where it's a three and a half in my opinion. It is worth renting... On Amazon, I'm not saying that you should go out of your way to go to the theater to see it. If you want to, that's fine. You, it, trust me, it's entertaining enough. But it's one of those that you should definitely see it streaming at the very least. If you don't want to pay for it, that's fine. It is, But it's an entertaining watch. You will come away, I believe, enjoying this overall. I just don't know if it's worth going to the theater currently to see. But if you have an unlimited pass, it makes it a lot easier. You should go see it. Or if you have nothing else to do on on the cheap movie day, go ahead. I mean, it's not a movie that you will regret spending money on. You will enjoy yourself. But I would say that you could watch it at home. Because being on the big screen doesn't make that much of a difference for this movie. Especially because it's so comedic. With that being said, that brings me to my... Uh, critic score of the movie. I'm right down the middle of it. It's a 5 out of 10. Uh, you know, obviously, I had to duck, duck big points because, you know, the storyline is out there. The acting is not good. You know, we can't, we, we have to say it, but it's so entertaining and enjoyable and so funny that it overcomes them to be a good movie. So, 5 is right in the middle of the scale, so it's a good movie. Once again, it's not going to be a classic. It wasn't funny enough to hit that classic comedy level, but it wasn't terrible either. It's definitely a worthwhile watch. You should go and see it. Uh, like I said, if you want to Wait until it's on Netflix, Hulu, or whatever it's going to be on. Do that. However, uh, you if you rented it on Amazon or went on in the theater, it's not a bad thing either. Just remember, it's going to be an energy, entertaining, enjoying movie. It's about an hour and forty minutes long. Good stuff. Such such good shit, pal. But that's uh, my rating for Studio Six Six Six. Remember next week, right here on the Three Fenders Podcast in the Three FN Movie Club. We are going to be reviewing The Batman. Cannot wait for that, as you heard in the opening segment. But with that being said, we have to deal with some business in this week, because Diesel's back. I don't have to do it all on my own, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Because trust me, I stammer and everything because It's a mouthful when you're saying all of it, by the way.
1: Yeah. But it's time.
0: Well, it's you, never a mouthful for you, so yeah.
1: You, you, you can still hum while it's in there.
0: Oh, I oh, oh. <laughs> don't. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for shameless plugs. That means if you can hear my voice, that means you know how to find us. But do your friends know how to find us? Do their friends know how to find us? It's simple. Type three fat Nerds into any podcast provider, and booyah kasha, there we are. Remember, for everything we say, it's the number three, not the word three. And of course, while you're on that podcast, uh, while you're on that podcatcher, go ahead and make sure you smash that subscribe or follow button so our show gets delivered to you instantly
1: every single week. We're also on Facebook. Type in that Facebook search engine three fat nerds podcast there you're gonna find our page you're gonna like our page you're gonna comment rate review help us spread the word of nerd
0: we're also on twitter instagram and tiktok at three fat nerds pod make sure you're following us on all of those and remember for all our social medias use the hashtag three pod whenever talking about the show
1: chet hanks email us at gmail.com.
0: Of course, make sure you're following us over at twitch.tv slash 607podcast where every Monday night we come to you with 607TWS, 8 p.m. Eastern time. On Monday nights, myself and Ken M. from the ODPH, talking all things pro wrestling. And of course, we also do pay- wrestling pay-per-views. We also do some UFC events. We also do movie nights. And most importantly, in April, we are going to be doing the 3FN 4-Year extravaganza. Ah! And this time, I, I, I'm going to announce it. I, I can't remember if I announced it or not. We are going to be watching in-house at Dragon Master Games with some friends and uh, people who stop by to hang out with us. We'll be watching... Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And then we will be doing a live stream, which will also be put out in podcast form, of basically, kind of, if you guys have ever heard how to disc get made, we're doing it in that style. Instead of doing a watch-along after the movie, we're going to kind of give a review and talk about Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. This came up because... I saw Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory a couple weeks ago. I started putting stuff together that I didn't put together as a kid. So we're going to have a lot of fun with this one, and I'm sure you will too. So that will be coming up in April as well. So make sure you're following us over at twitch.tv slash 607podcast. And, of course, if you would like to support the show monetarily and get a ton of extra bonus content, you can do that on Patreon, patreon.com slash 8122productions for as little as $1 a month you can get uh, the extra book content and help support everything we do here from the streaming to the podcasting and everything in between. Make sure you uh, hit us up and support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash 81. Productions.
1: H-T-T-P-Colon. Backslash backslash eight one double deuce p r o d u c t i o n s dot com
0: eight one two two productions dot com for all things eight one two two productions. Like I said, you can get the Twitch link there, the Patreon link there, the T Public store if you want to support us, there, and get some cool swag. It's up on the website. Also, find out all you need to know about the Three Flanders Podcast, Horror Zone six oh seven and six oh seven TWS. You can also check out our friends of the show, like the Ultra Dura Parley Hour podcast and Sci-Fi Horror Fest. Also, while you're there, you can check out the uh, Musical acts who provide us with their music copyright-free, so we can, uh, you know, not get hit on anything that we're on, ladies and gentlemen. But we're going to give them a quick shout-out here, because they deserve, starting with the people who do our theme song, shout at the robots! Then also, our good friend Second Suitor, Floodlance, Tom Jolu, and, of course... The Jasons from West Virginia. And the Foss Fiends from Melbourne, Australia. Thank you guys for allowing us to use your music. Check all of those great bands out on Spotify, YouTube Music, and Bandcamp. Links are on the website. And of course, last but certainly not least, when you go to the website, you can find out about our local sponsors. But you know what? We're going to give them a shout out right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to start with the people who provide us with the 8122 Production Studios. That's Dragon Master Games, located at... <laughs> wow, twelve thirty five Upper Front Street in Binghamton, New York. For all your for all your magic the gathering and gaming needs, uh, visit them on the world wide web, at DragonmasterGames.com. Of course, if you would like to find out what's going on in the shop, tournaments, uh, get togethers,
1: and all that great happy jazz, you can
0: do that by following them on Facebook, Dragonmaster Games.
1: And thank you to Ruxter Rod's Auto Detailing. Look at it, two thousand and four, North Street, Endicott New York. To call for an appointment, call 607-644-3389 when you're ready to put the pride back in your ride, don't forget to tell them the free pet nerd sent you.
0: Ronald!
1: One out of ten stars. Vastly
2: overrated. I don't care if the book was good, not all books translate well into film, and this was one of them. They removed the story, added more action, and the movie was reduced to this. Walking. Action. Walking. Action. End. The fact that this is the number one movie, as of right now, this will definitely not last, on IMDb is nothing but a travesty. But hey, personally, I don't like The Godfather, deserves it either. The story is actually rather cliche. An all powerful, evil ring must be destroyed. I've heard that story before, and although it was cutting edge 70 years ago, it doesn't need to be presented to us now. And as for the director, this is the man who made Dead Alive. How in God's name did he end up making this crap? One out of 10 stars. Lord of the Rings just sucks, people.
0: Hold on. First and foremost, <laughs> he hated The Godfather? He didn't say his opinion
1: to be the number one.
0: His, his opinion? fucking asshole secondly uh your your go with was dead alive like that was your fucking measuring stick for peter jackson
1: i don't know the man speaks the truth he has seen the story of a ring that just fucking corrupts everything marriage am i right fellas oh well that would
0: only be shots at me you fuck but at the same point in juncture i mean let's be honest at least he could have picked bad taste or something like fucking come on come on dead alive really anyways With that being said, thank you guys for joining us once again. We will be back next week to talk the Batman and more. Hopefully we have a lot more nerd news next week as well. But uh, until then, uh, until we see you at the same Bat-time, same Bat-channel, all I have left to say is take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and later, nerds!
2: Later. I spit bars like Gabe Day. (laughs) Lord of the Rings just sucks people.
3: You